on your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. Ken Levick alive Friday here on ESPN 106.3. And uh, we are celebrating National Dog Day. Big Dog Ranch Rescue in West Palm Beach right off of Okeechobee. You head west a bit and... uh, You'll find it. You can't miss it. It is big, it is sprawling, and it happens to be where I got my deliciously beefy 55-pound, five-month-old puppy, Schnelly, back in May. So first time I'm back here since getting Schnelly. She is uh, she's shaped like a barrel, and she's adorable. But you can have the happiness, the glee of, uh, of adopting a dog here from uh, Big Dog Ranch Rescue in West Palm. And today we broadcast live because it is National Dog Day. We're teaming up with Tito's Handmade Vodka. Every hour we're featuring a different adoptable pup that could be the newest member of your family. This hour, Glimmer. Sweet and loyal seven-year-old female boxer mix. She knows how to sit already. She was rescued in Tennessee, brought to the Big Dog Ranch Rescue to find her forever home. She loves to walk and cuddle. She's dog friendly, has a very even temperament. She's potty trained. She could be yours to apply to adopt Glimmer or other furry friends. Visit BDRR.org today. BDRR.org today. National Dog Day on ESPN 106.3 presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Vodka for dog people. You got to be 21 plus crafted to be savored responsibly. That's Tito's Handmade Vodka. We're going to have Mike Tannenbaum, our football insider, former Jets GM, former Dolphins president of football operations in a couple of moments. Cyrus Wittig is making sure that we get that locked in. But I want to start with this. We'll even ask Mike this as well. I was thinking over the last couple of days about the, the, the loan forgiveness that has a lot of people celebrating their student loans, their college loans, $10,000 Bam. Joe Biden says, we got it. It's taken care of. Ah, you got to pay back your loans. You got to do that whole thing. Ah, you, you, you signed up for it. Pay back your loans. It's, it's divisive. Uh, obviously, like everything is, there's one side. Then there's another side. That said, I think that this actually applies to sports in a big way. This applies to sports because I got to say, I absolutely, absolutely would uh, try to find some sort of financial forgiveness for my team, specifically the White Sox. I have been sold way too much. And those of you who listen an awful lot know I'm from Chicago. The White Sox have, have sold me on false hope for years and years and years. And if I could get financial forgiveness for, a, for one of my, my big sports financial uh, vacuums, it would be 
how much money I've put in to the always mediocre White Sox. Joining us now here on Ken Levick Alive is our football insider, Mike Tannenbaum. You see him all over ESPN, especially now as we get closer and closer to the NFL season. Uh, Mike, who would you say over the years from a sports standpoint, more from a fan perspective, I'm sure you have several guys as a GM you could uh, also make this argument for, but from a fan perspective, uh, who do you wish you had some financial forgiveness on where you're like, man, I've just put way too much out there? <laughs> Jeez. Well, I mean, Bobby Bonilla goes to the top of that list, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, that is a good one. You and the entire Mets organization. That is uh, that is excellent. I, I, I want to, football-wise, Mike, start with this. Uh, we see yesterday... Aaron Donald swinging not one but two helmets at the joint practice with the Bengals. And you have declarations of, oh, must be suspended. Uh, Adam Schefter, your colleague, said that's straight-up assault. You're the general manager in a hypothetical world of the Rams. How are you handling this after Aaron Donald caught on tape is swinging helmets in a fight? Yeah, I'm not suspending him. If he's my player, I'm just going to hopefully – teach him a lesson and maybe he'll make a donation that we talk about um but i think that's taking a big step to suspend a player from a regular season game based on conduct at a practice you know these are not league sanctioned events and i think you could quickly get into like a very slippery slope yeah uh as far as joint practices are concerned uh, how many of them did you do either with the jets or with the dolphins Oh, a ton of them over the years, and they're really very productive, Ken, because you can actually script very competitive periods, as you can obviously see what happened with um, the Rams and the Bengals. It's good work. Typically, it's ways to make it safer because it's not always going to the ground, but it's good on good, meaning it's one-on-one pass rush, it's one-on-one you know, receivers against DBs. I think we're going to see more of them, not less of them, over the years, uh, just from a standpoint with three preseason games. You try and get your team ready to go in the most like safe, productive way possible what was the sort of in the vein of the dolphins having a mass stomach bug going through the building so much so they did not take the field uh with the eagles in the joint practice yesterday bizarre that at the dolphins practice facility it was just the eagles practicing yesterday did did you with the jets or the eagles ever or or the uh, the dolphins i should say ever have a scenario where illness completely overtook a locker room to a point where you say to yourself man we got to shut this thing down because that seems pretty unprecedented non-covid related uh no I've, I've been in situations where we've canceled meetings or send people home and i think things are slightly different now ken from a standpoint that you could get good work done virtually meaning you can have you know meetings and this time of year like it's almost a little bit of a split squad like you want to get like the stars like tua tyreek hill and jalen Waddle. you want to get those guys ready for your opener where there's other guys that could be competing for a roster spot so this is a really like unique time of year because your building is really under two different timelines in terms of roster building and then getting ready for week one. Mike Tannenbaum, our football insider with us here. Ken Levick alive. We're at Big Dog Ranch Rescue in West Palm Beach celebrating National Dog Day. Uh, and Mike joining us right off the top here on Ken Levick Alive. 
Another ugly incident to talk about. Matt Areja, the the punt god, just won the punting job in Buffalo a couple of days ago, and a disturbing, and I mean graphically disturbing allegation of his involvement in a gang rape uh, last fall while still playing for San Diego State. Uh, the Bills in this spot, they've just named him the starter. They play in the preseason tonight. What what do you do here? Do you release them? Do they investigate? What are the steps the Bills go through here? Because it feels like the longer he stays on the roster, the more fever pitch criticism is going to come their way. Yeah, well, it's obviously a very, you know, it could be a very tragic situation. Again, it's only accusations, but it's very, very serious. Potentially very tragic. And it's, uh, boy, I was just, you know, shocked like I'm sure everybody else was. Um Look, you know, I think what the Bills would look at now would be putting him on a reserve list where he's not playing, but they're not releasing him pending, you know, more information. Okay. Uh, again, like, you know, we are in a country that there is a presumption of innocence. These are only allegations as of right now, Ken. So I think Buffalo would probably consider, hey, look, we're not going to put you on the field and we're not going to release you yet until we get more information and, and almost sort of hit pause um, but I'm sure it's something that they have to strongly consider, again, pending the outcome of an investigation. Because, again, these are, you know, as you said, extremely serious, extremely disappointing uh, allegations. Uh, Mike, I-, I wanted to ask, too, last night was an Amazon Prime game in the preseason. Uh, did- how much of it did you catch last night? Were you able to tune in? Yeah, I saw some of it. And, look, you know, that's our future, Ken. You know, like the way we all consume, you know, content in our country is different now. And, um that's the future, and uh, I thought it was a good product. And uh, you know, you have guys like Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit are—they're very good at what they do. And um, I thought it was—it was overall, it was a good product. Yeah, I was—I spent the a good portion of the opening 20 minutes of the show yesterday saying, oh, my biggest disappointment this year is going to be having to watch games on Thursday on Amazon Prime. And then literally hours later, I fire up Amazon Prime, watch the game last night, and it was an excellent presentation i could not have been more wrong and i don't know if it's because i haven't been impressed with major league baseball on apple uh since that whole thing launched but what an outstanding graphic setup they had and you've got al michaels and kirk herbstreet and i think kirk herbstreet transitions nicely into the pro football booth yeah i agree i thought it was a very good first credible step and uh again that's the future of you know the way you know, we consume content in our country. Do you sleep in the two weeks now leading up to the season? Because I, I feel like you're beholden to ESPN now. Like, you are on constant just ESPN <laughs> watch. What uh, What are the next couple of weeks as we get closer to the kicking off the season? What is it like for you, Mike? Yeah, just getting ready to roll. And, uh, you know, very proud and privileged to be part of the ESPN family and watching all these transactions like everybody else. And I'll be covering uh, – the Raven Jet game on opening day, uh, ESPN Radio with Steve Levy, and excited to do that. Oh, I, I almost forgot to ask you. Rex Ryan's going to be on the Amazing Race this year. Uh, yes. I, I feel like, just with his personality, he's someone that could finagle his way through countries, give himself a chance to win. What's your take on Rex Ryan on the Amazing Race? So, you know, just to be candid, like, I, I was a little disappointed I didn't make the cut. I actually had a conversation about being his partner, and, uh, you know, I never got the call back. So, you know, it's, uh, 
I'm, I kind of got mixed emotions on this oh, one, Ken. Man, <laughs> man, Mike on the right, he gets jilted by Rex Ryan. I feel like he owes you a little bit better uh, better treatment yeah. than that. Um, uh, I, I do want to ask you as well, this will brighten your spirits. If you could, let us know about Greco Chevy. Yes, they, they don't leave anyone jilted, Ken. They are the best <laughs> in class. Ron and his guys, great car selection, great car buying experience. Greco Chevrolet, Delray Beach on Federal Highway, New, certified pre-owned, used cars, uh, great selection, very fair prices, great car buying experience. Greco Chevrolet, Delray Beach. Mike, appreciate it. We'll get you on Top Chef next season, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? (laughs) All right. Thanks, Ken. All right, that is Mike Tannenbaum, our football insider. Jets, Dolphins here on Ken Levicka Live. We'll take a quick break here. We're going to reset everything. We're going to uh, go pet some doggos. We're going to go hang out. They are on location today. We are field tripping Big Dog Ranch Rescue in West Palm Beach. Adopt a dog today. Bring a dog in as part of your family. I've done so from Big Dog Ranch Rescue. J-Mart, who's hanging out with us all two hours today, he has adopted a dog from Big Dog Ranch Rescue. You should do the same. It's a no-burner. This is the finest facility you are going to find, and you're going to get your a beautiful, healthy, and absolutely loving new member of your family. It's National Dog Day. We got that dog in us. He's Stone the Banner. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. So straight up, especially after last night, watching, uh, and again, I, I, I understand this, and I have said it multiple times. I am, and I understand this, the only White Sox fan uh, in all of <laughs> South Florida. Our listing area pretty much is Vero to Boca to Okeechobee to the coast and I know that of the the millions of people in this area I'm the only White Sox fan and I bring up the White Sox and people roll their eyes and oh okay no one gives a crap well you know what get your own radio show that you can talk about what you want to talk about okay uh the, the White Sox last night they they lose to the Orioles this was a season where the White Sox were supposed to cruise again to an AL Central title it's so like them to have a stacked lineup and just suck hard and and be completely average. Let's hear that. In fact, Cyrus Wittig uh, back uh, in the studios. We're at Big Dog Ranch Rescue in West Palm Beach, uh, downtown West Palm, right off of the hot and uncomfortable, though sort of comfortably overcast intracoastal today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cyrus Wittig. Uh, let's hear last night just another season of White Sox baseball. I'm banging my face into the wall in a 4-3 walk-off loss in 11 to the Orioles. And Santander will put it in the outfield, way into the outfield, and this game is over. As improbable a walk-off win as the Orioles have had all season. And oh, they've had a lot of them. Walk-off number nine, won by Anthony Santander after Kyle Stowers. Gotta love it. Two-strike homer of the Who is Anthony Santander? I am not sure. All right, we get it, Nesson. So that is, uh, sorry, Masson on the call. I got my Essens in the Northeast screwed up. Good. I'm, I hope, I, I'm glad the Orioles had their satisfying win and their improbable walk-off, but the White Sox suck. I put way too much money into that. Yeah, they won the World Series in 2005, but for most of my existence, it's just been bill of goods. It's been a uh, hype train into fall flat on face. I've put way too much financial commitment into them. And like my student loans, I need financial forgiveness. Yeah, at this point, I think they're doing it on purpose. I mean, they're up 3-2, two outs, bottom of the ninth. 
And the guy uh, jogs from third base over to catch a foul ball. They can't manage can't. to catch the. <laughs> I mean, a heartless team, a gutless team, and they're not going to go to the playoffs because of that. But, again, this is pretty much for my entire existence as a White Sox fan for the exception of one year. So some of you are getting some student loans forgiven, okay? But what about in sports? Where are you looking for financial forgiveness? What have you put way too much money into and you haven't gotten enough back? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. It is National Dog Day. We're partnering up with Tito's Handmade Vodka. And uh, I want to I meet one of the dogs here. We have to. Okay, we, so, so we're going to meet Popcorn, okay? And Natalie Rubino, uh, Big Dog Ranch Rescue, joins us here on Ken Levicka Live. We're going to get her set up. Stone's going to get her set up here. Uh, but Popcorn is... Two years old, two months, and two weeks. Two's across the board here for popcorn. Mixed breed, just over 18 pounds is popcorn, okay? So what we're trying to do today, we want to get dogs adopted. We want to get dogs into families. And as I said, and as I've said multiple times on this show, back in May, I rolled through here, Big Dog Ranch Rescue, and I got my now barrel 55-pound, five-month-old puppy, Schnelly. She's beautiful. She is raucous. She's all over the place, but she is from right here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue. And Natalie Rubino joins us here on Ken Levick Alive. Natalie, thank you for coming on. Thanks for letting us be out here. This is awesome. Thank you, and it's National Dog Day. Absolutely. It's great, right? It's the best day. It is. It is. We love our dogs. Uh, so, so just real quick, before we talk about popcorn, I mean, this facility, and I've been here multiple times, and I've, uh, I've adopted a dog from here, but it's so sprawling. How do you guys manage this entire place? We have an incredible support system here. Over 1,500 volunteers, an incredible staff. Uh, we are all all in here. Obviously, it is it is a lot. We're 33 acres here, mm -hmm. but we've also just expanded into shorter Alabama, another 100 acres, so that we can double our impact and save more dogs. That is incredible, and I believe, actually, that my puppy... Uh, did come from Alabama, was rescued there, and and her mom was rescued there, and then she was pregnant, came here, and uh, oh. and was born here, and the entire thing. So, uh, so, so, it's not just puppies, though. I keep bringing up my puppy. That was my adoption experience, but it is dogs of all ages. Absolutely, dogs that have been rescued, dogs that are looking for homes, dogs that are finding a way to acclimate themselves so that they can go into homes. You guys do a lot of work trying to make these dogs family friendly and find the the right home for them. We do, and we do. One of the biggest problems that we're having right right now, we're facing, is you know an animal welfare crisis just because of the inflation that's going on. Mm -hmm. And there's a huge number of owner surrenders that's happening right now. And we're, you know, trying to do the best that we can and save all the dogs that we can from, you know, owner surrenders that the shelters are, you know, overcrowded, overpopulated. They can't take any more in. And they're, you know, unfortunately euthanized for these, you know, high kill shelters. And that's, right. you know, a large part of our mission is to, you know, end that problem. Right. Right, and and uh, how long has his big dog uh, ranch rescue been doing this? Um, gosh, well, our founder Lori Simmons has been doing it, gosh, for many years. Yeah. It started out with the Weimaraner rescue, and it sort of, you know, wasn't sort of. It was her whole vision to be right. able to then save as many dogs as she can. And in I 
guess uh, about a month ago, we acquired the property in Alabama, and that is, like I said, another 100 acres. So we have to date saved 53, over 53,000 dogs, and our goal is to save you know, 10,000 per year. We have a 5,000 per year that we're trying to save, and we are intending to you know, accomplish that and more. Absolutely. Dogs of all sizes, dogs of all ages, dogs of all incredible backgrounds. Uh, BDRR.org. Apply to adopt uh, any of the, the dogs here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue, but also I uh, want to feature popcorn. So this is what's interesting because when we were looking for the puppy we eventually adopt, adopted from here, we uh, were, were informed of how many dogs from Europe and specifically Ukraine. And once the conflict started there, that had come overseas and you had acquired them here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue. And Popcorn uh, is from Romania. Yeah. And so we're, we're talking about a European dog coming over <laughs> yeah. here to, to South Florida, but uh, she is extremely well behaved. She's smaller, about 18 pounds, uh, dog friendly. I know that's big for a lot of yes. families. Popcorn's an excellent dog to, to adopt coming into to today. Yes. And very, very sweet, uh, wonderful personality would be great with uh, any family and um, just very adaptable and we love, you know, having popcorn here and get to see, you know, the little cute little traits um, that we get to experience with these dogs. But we encourage people to come out, um, take a look at our facility. We have over 743 dogs here uh, right now. So we're a bit maxed out. Yeah. But just stop by the ranch, um, you know, come and see popcorns, one of our little favorites that we're featuring right now. And I know popcorn would love to find a forever home. Uh, so a big Ranch Rescue. It's not only the website. They have a Facebook page where they're putting pictures up all the time. But if you want a picture of popcorn, absolutely go uh, on the, the website, bdrr.org, bdrr.org. And uh, I am going to, I'm going to be popcorn's hype man right now, okay? Two years, two months, two weeks old, okay? Mixed breed, medium size, 18.4 pounds, male, very friendly dog is popcorn. Uh, brought to Big Dog Ranch Rescue from Romania. Uh, would love to be in an active home, likes to run, go on leash walks. Not a big toy guy is popcorn, but loves to be a lap dog and hang out a little bit. Kid friendly, just make sure the kids understand boundaries, let the dog breathe a little bit. Needs a little bit of help with potty training, but really works hard to get better with that and looking for a, uh, a forever home popcorn is our first dog that we're featuring today and uh so uh, look at jmart jmart is already uh loving on popcorn what a beautiful beautiful boy oh popcorn you are so well behaved so again if you want to adopt popcorn or any dog here at big dog ranch rescue bdrr.org bdrr.org and we're broadcasting live all day from here at big dog ranch rescue we're going to feature more dogs we're going to get a visit from glimmer later on maybe even foxy and chicken snacks are rolling over okay so uh we've got a uh, we've got a lot to do a lot of dogs to feature here. We're partnering with Tito's Handmade Vodka, and we are here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Natalie, thank you so much for popping thank by. You. We'll talk to you in a little bit, talk okay? To you soon. Natalie Rubino, Big Dog Ranch Rescue, popcorn. Oh, good boy. Good boy. Look at him. He's so good on the leash. We'll be back. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The holiday season, but in late August, National Dog Day, does it get any better? Now, you strike me as a cat person, Stone. That's really accurate. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're now, one of those. Can you, can you please explain how you knew that? Because you're a little soft. No, cats are hard bodies. Excuse me? Cats are hard bodies. I don't even know what that means. I mean, why? I mean, why? you beat their chest. They're evil. They're yeah. ready to fight all yeah, the time. Yeah, I, I understand that. That that's but that's what I'm saying is like why why would you have a thing that doesn't love you? Dogs, it's unconditional love. There's no National Cat Day that I'm aware of. Well, that's the, why there's National Dog Day. The fact that you say cats don't love you, cats are good judges of character. So if they never, you know. If you've never gotten any love from a cat, that means that they know you're, I don't need you're love a bad a person. Cat. I don't need love from I've a cat. I've always had cats that have loved me. And even if you're a bad person, a dog will love you. <laughs> That's okay? true. Okay? So, so you can take your good judge of character. I'll take the sweet, cuddly, unconditional love creatures, okay? <laughs> National Dog Day. We're partnering with uh, Tito's to bring you National Dog Day. Big Dog Ranch Rescue in West Palm Beach. That's where we're hanging out at. And, hey, are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. What team or player or anything sports-wise, maybe, maybe it's your kid's failed uh, peewee hockey career. What if you put too much money into over the years, not enough payback from that, and you need, like student loans, some financial forgiveness? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. Mine is unequivocally the White Sox, especially this season. Right now, bleep them. I'm done with them. They're, they're dead to me in 2022. I want, they're not fun to watch. They're bad. They, they don't care. They loaf for foul balls that cause of them to right. lose games, as Stone uh, had pointed out. But enough about the White Sox and enough uh, and, and, and on to you, because you're just happy-go-lucky. You like players as opposed to teams most of the time. What have you put too much money into where you say, say, hey, hey, Biden, bail me out sports-wise. Come on. You're going to get a kick out of this, but it's the 2021 Los Angeles Lakers. When they would lose game after game after game, it was principal for me to bet on them. I was like, you know what? They can't lose oh, to the so Houston this Rockets. Is a, this is a, a gambling Yeah, situation. you mentioned financial forgiveness. Uh-huh. I would love for Vegas to pay me back. I would lo- Actually, I want LeBron James to write me a check. I was going to say, maybe LeBron personally is writing you those checks. Yeah, it would, it would be games like the Houston Rockets on a Tuesday, and they're, you know, they're five, six-point favorites. I'm like, all right, this will be easy. Nope, they lose. And it would be like, okay, here come the Pelicans. Uh-huh. Oh, this is fine. Friday night, primetime, right? We talked about how many primetime games they get get here comes lebron james at home staples center here we go guys oh no you lose by 12 to the pelicans so it was i it was like i said it was principal i bet on them each and every opportunity i got and i tell you what they emptied my pockets That's week good. after week lebron and the lakers cost stone a lot of money they in the did. 2021 season he's looking not for a check from the lakers but from lebron james <laughs> personally what what do you need financial forgiveness from from a sports standpoint 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 i could not be more wrong about amazon prime 
last night. I, I really, I mean, I don't care about preseason football unless it's the Dolphins. And even then, it's a struggle for me to actually sit down and give that an exorbitant amount of time, okay? But I wanted to, after whining and complaining about Amazon Prime, having to watch it on Thursday nights, so that was going to be a huge disappointment. It was going to be bungled. I don't want to have to use an app. What did I do? I logged on, fired that thing up, and it was beautiful. It was really nice. And, and you swayed me yesterday. You had me thinking, eh, this is, this is going to be crap. It's not going to be nice. And then it hit me. More people have Amazon Prime than they have access to NFL Network. Like everybody on your smart TV. I understand it, that. but uh, So I, it's I, easy to access is what I'm saying. It right. was really easy for but me to get to My issue wasn't night. so much accessing it, and uh, I still am not 100% sure how sports bars are going to do it. Uh, if they don't have smart TVs, I don't know how that's going to work. Time to upgrade. Uh, it, it might be time to upgrade. But um, I, I was more the presentation because I know the Apple app for Major League Baseball has been bad. It has been bad. It has been glitchy. The broadcasters have been poor. Uh, the graphics are off. Amazon Prime looked awesome. And then you have Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit. And Kirk sounded like an NFL broadcast booth veteran. Him and Al Michaels sounded like they were working together for a decade. Sounded like a broadcast veteran, but looked like a college senior. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Kirk Herbstreit, the first time we see him last night, we saw him on ESPN right. first. He did a, a college football hit on, on ESPN mm-hmm. first before we saw him on Amazon Prime last night. Was that dude rocking a fade? <laughs> he was rocking a bald fade. <laughs> a bald fade. That's the thing. Yeah, like, it was very, very well done. He was totally on the sides. He was totally bare. <laughs> I mean, he looked like he was about to head to a frat party For or sure. pledge to Sigma Phi football or something. And you could tell it was his first time rocking the haircut because it was pale where yeah, it was bare. Yeah, he's never gotten any sun there. But I respect it. It looked good. <laughs> it matched the broadcast, fresh, new, clean, and crisp. Oh, I wasn't mad at it at all, and he sounded really good. I'm telling you, though, because I, I am losing hair at a rapid rate. <laughs> I think from the time you and I started working together, when, back in like March? Yeah, March. Uh, that even from that point to now, my, my rate of hair loss has been um, jarring. Partially my fault. Probably. I, I think mostly your fault. Uh, but for me, it's easy to just give up. Like I'm getting to the point where it might just be time to, to take out the trimmers and go full, full cue ball. It, I mean, when it's you, crossed my mind. When it crosses your mind, you have to think, do I have a circle enough head? Is my head round enough? I, I think, <laughs> do you I, think I have a round I enough do. head? I do. Because I think you, you can pull off the bald look. Now, now Stone is – you just have – you've pretty much gone the bald look. No like, doubt. You've got a little, little tiny hairs, but it's, it's pretty much the bald look. For sure. Okay? And so – when did you come to that realization? Because you're significantly younger than me, and you just ditched the whole thing, and it worked. Yeah, so my pop shaved his head at 25, so I knew I don't have many— The uh, jeans weren't going to be helping you out. There's no more legs. There's no more legs on this, uh, <laughs> this race here. <laughs> this journey, here. right. This, this journey. I knew that. And, yeah, quarantine hit. You know, I was, uh, it just was time. And so I took it off, and now it's easier for showers, and I think it's the route everybody should go. Uh, I, I mean, it works for you, but you're right. You've got to have a round head. Yeah, you do. You have to have a round head, and it's got to work. Uh, you don't really, yeah, because some guys, some guys' heads are a little lumpy. 
You, you don't want ridges. It can't look like the Appalachian Mountain. Yeah, because it's the first thing people notice, right? You walk into a bar, fresh buzz, and you got a lumpy head. I mean, you're automatically crossed off people's list. Man. Like, this is, see, this is tough. Here Boy. comes lumpy head. You know, you can't be I that know, guy. I know. I know. You don't want to be lumpy head. <laughs> but, every, but, but some guys don't have don't have a choice, and they've just got to live with the lumpiness. My point bringing that up, though, is that Kirk Herbstreit still has an excellent head of hair. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude does not age. He maybe has gotten a little broader over the years. He's put on a little weight, but he's still got boyish good looks, and he's got hair. So he just went on the sides, that fade, full bald fade. Full bald fade. I mean, full bald fade. He, he, he looks like either A, Someone who's pledging for a fraternity in college or be a proud boy. Like that, that's what Kirk Herbstreit looked like last night. It was a bold move for a man that's going to work with Al Michaels. Full, that's all I'll say. Full-blown Pike president is what, what <laughs> Kirk Herbstreit was showing us last night. But I'm thinking of guys, bald guys, who don't have perfect heads. And, and the first one that hit me was Sean McDermott. I actually recently saw an interview. He has a tiny little head. He does have a tiny pea head. You're right. He has a pea head with no hair on it. So that's someone that freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> he freaks you out. Now, Sean McDermott is also a badass. <laughs> oh, and yeah. so this is the thing is, as he told Barstool, he could beat up any NFL coach. He's a former wrestler. He's a total badass. And so he has a tiny little pea head, but who's going to tell me he has a pea head when he shaves his head completely bald, right? You're damn right. Me, I'm not squaring up to anybody. Mm-mm. So I guess I'm curious. For those of you men that have decided to just bail and you've gone full bald, I mean like either just straight up clippers, no attachments, or you just bring the razor straight to the head, okay? When did you decide it was time to give it up? What sort of mental hurdles did you have to get over? Because I am probably, and I think Stone, you'd agree, I'm within a calendar year of having to go this route. Men who have totally given up on hair, like Stone, or like, I don't know, MJ. Yeah, good call. MJ was bald for the vast majority of his of his. Yeah, and we're guys who don't career. have the opportunity to pay for a hairline like LeBron James or like. A, <laughs> right. I mean, there are plenty of guys uh-huh. out there, plenty of celebrities yeah. out Le- there. But LeBron is like he, he has he has bought only the finest hair that I don't know some <laughs> Italian hair creator can offer. Right. That the, the the best chemicals that that anybody can offer, but it certainly looks like that's uh, that's been imported. That hair for LeBron's been imported for sure. And, and you know, I think you tread a line here, and you're asking guys, when do you make the decision? Nick Wright, who we see on Fox Sports all the time, went from bald, losing hair to luscious hair. I don't think you can do that. No, that's we, not natural. It's not natural. That's we, defying aging. Right. We, we, it is. So you're yeah. lying to us. Like, yeah. like don't, don't take us. Don't patronize don't BS, us. Don't patronize us. Don't BS us. We like, know you had hair problems. Yeah, okay? and, and now you're giving us the luscious yeah. flowing hair. on. That's, that's you something, can't do that. That's what I promise I'm not going to do. I am not going to three years from now, you're going to see me. I'm going to have hair down to my shoulders. I promise I'm not going to do that. You did last month in, in honor of Jimmy Butler. That's though. right. And that was extensions. <laughs> I, I feel like Jimmy Butler's patronizing us. I, what, all I'm saying is that I am going to continue to diminish genetically because that's what's right. That it is. is what a human body should do is get worse over time. I okay? agree. So, so guys who decided to ditch their hair, who made the ultimate decision to go full bald, when did you do it? At what age? At what age did you do it? And how did you talk yourself into it? Because I'm like 
less than a year away. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Again, Kirk Herbstreit, he went full bald on the sides with that fade, but he's got more than enough hair on the top. I'm talking about like full bald period. When have you decided to give it up? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Should we break and then dog it up or should we dog it then break? What do you want to do here, Stone? Let's break right now and come back with beautiful glimmer. All right. When we come back, we're talking glimmer. Seven-year-old beautiful girl boxer. Oh, look at that color. Oh, she is so cute. So we are trying to get dogs adopted here today. Big Dog Ranch Rescue. It is it is National Dog Day. We are partnered up with our friends from Tito's Handmade Vodka. We're doing this all day. ESPN 106.3 at Big Dog Ranch Rescue. He's Stone the Bando. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. This is the dog we're featuring here on Ken LaVica Live, National Dog Day, seven years old. Boxer mix. She is gorgeous. And Natalie Rubino, Big Dog Ranch Rescue, uh, back with us here for a couple of minutes on Ken Levick Alive. It's National Dog Day. We're teaming up with Tito's Handmade Vodka and Big Dog Ranch Rescue to help get some furry friends adopted. We've already met Popcorn, and now we're hanging out with Glimmer. What I love here, Natalie, is that as soon as you bring out the dogs, J-Mart, oh, I'll, I'll take the leash. I'll take the leash. Like He is <laughs> he is in his element right now. He is so happy. Uh, so, so Glimmer we said any age dog basically is here. And yes. this is a good example. Seven-year-old Glimmer was rescued in Tennessee, brought down here to, to South Florida, Big Dog Ranch Rescue. And she's such a good girl. And this is this is what what we're trying to pass along. Is like these are not lost cause dogs no. or anything. These are great, beautiful dogs who, because of circumstances, are left without a home. She's a perfect example. She is. She's actually just one of the sweethearts here. I just love her. She is so super friendly. She's actually just Jumping on my lap right now. Oh um, my she loves cuddles. Yep, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear her you tongue hear on the it, microphone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. She loves to be the little star, but she's a sweetheart. Loves to walk. Um, she's really, I can't say enough about her. She's just the perfect dog. Would be great with family, with mm -hmm. children. Um, well trained. Uh, no, you know, no strange little doggy habits right. that some of them have. That she's right. just, um, you know, a sweetheart. And we were talking earlier. I said she just has those eyes when she looks at you that are just kind of pierce your soul yeah. um she's yeah. a sweetheart so yeah I, I love her she's she's definitely a catch now now dogs i've i've had dogs my entire life in the the complete range of personalities with dogs and sizes of dogs i tend to to want bigger dogs i just like yes. bigger dogs that's my thing um glimmer is very much a a a medium to to big dog 48 pounds and so it's a good size you she's can manageable tell, She's manageable. Yes. You can tell the dog is there. Yeah. Um, but she also, like, I've got the, the five-month-old puppy right now, and it's constant play, and it's yeah. constant running around, and the zoomies, and all over the place. <laughs> and so you've got to be prepared for that. That's yes. what you get when you get a puppy. But here with Glimmer, she's very much a, hey, 
going to nap during the day. Yes. When it's food time, I'm going to stand by the bowl. I want to cuddle with you. I want to play with the kids, the whole yes. thing. She's very much the established family dog. Yes, she is. She is, and which I love. You know, I mean, I think, you know, it mm-hmm. just depends on your life. But, you know, puppies, as you mentioned, require a lot of patience and time yeah. and attention. And she's a great dog for anyone that, you know, is is needs that freedom with an animal right. um, you know and it does require you know work no matter what when you when you own a dog but um, this dog is would I feel is more an ease into a family situation yep. that she's just um, you know perfect in my eyes I wish I could take her myself but <laughs> I, I would be on the overload of, of dogs right right I was gonna say <laughs> it's not like yeah. you have a shortage know, of, so. of dogs to, to, to be around yes one of the perks of working here here is that you find a dog every day you go I want to bring that one uh-huh. home and you can't but Glimmer is um, she's sweet her coat is beautiful yeah. she's almost looks like a, a, a boxer type of mix um, she's just you know got that stockier uh, right. feature yeah you know, maybe. she's a little more square absolutely yes. uh, but but the you know we, we bring up the puppies because you you train them and you get them into routines and you try to monitor their behavior in the hopes that they will eventually Eventually, at seven years old, have the temperament and the behavior yes. of Glimmer. And I think yes. Glimmer is a perfect, perfect family dog. Loves people, loves to be cuddly. And so, again, Glimmer, seven years old, boxer, female, 48 pounds, just over 48 pounds. Uh, she has moderate energy, so she's not going to overwhelm you and be running around like a maniac, but she also will cuddle with you. She'll play for a little bit. She was rescued in Tennessee. She loves to walk. Uh, she likes other dogs, and so Glimmer is up for adoption. Hi, girl. Hi. She's up for adoption here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue, BDRR.org. BDRR.org. Find out more about her, how to adopt, and all the other dogs here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Natalie, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Natalie Rubino again, Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, we'll come back and we'll start our number two. We'll bang out this uh, this this break right here. We'll come back and then we will ride it out for our number two. We're at Big Dog Ranch Rescue in West Palm Beach. National Dog Day. Ourselves, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Big Dog Ranch Rescue. You were back after this. It's Ken Levick alive. Ricky messages in just do it. Shave the head, go full bald. Just do it. It'll help you streamline with your running. Now, I'm not I'm not shaving my my head. I'm not going full bald so it'll help my my running aerodynamics. But again, it's sort of getting to the point where if if uh, you look at it right now, Stone, my hair, and again, this is off Kirk Herbstreit. He went full bald fade last night. He's got the hair on top of his head, but he is completely bare on the sides. I don't know who talked him into that. I don't know if ESPN was thrilled about that. He, I mean, I guess it was an okay look, but it was yeah. definitely jarring. I, I just feel like a man that age, like, what are you doing? Like, that's not an older man, and he's in his 40s now. That's not a 40s haircut. It's not, but then when I saw him, he looked good. Like, I, it checked the box for me. I could rock with it all season long if I had to. <laughs> college game day, you remember when they talked about oh, Paul Feinbaum? Man. Tim Tebow rocks the bald fade on college game day. Tim a lot Tebow of the time. and Kirk Herbstreit have about two decades of difference <laughs> in age. That they do. Uh, that's just a little bit different, okay? <laughs> uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3, National Dog Day. Ourselves, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Big Dog Ranch Rescue. We have all teamed up, us being ESPN West Palm, and we are celebrating National Dog Day. We are at Big Dog 
Dog Ranch Rescue. We've already met Glimmer. We've met Popcorn. We potentially have two more dogs on the way. If you want to adopt a dog, this is the place to do it. Okay, the selection is incredible. Uh, these are, are rescues uh, primarily here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Uh, like for example, the puppy that I adopted from here, her mother was a rescue, and then she was born here. And so there are puppies. There are uh, older dogs. There's Glimmer, who is seven years old, but great for the family. All that training, all that stuff is out of the way. You don't have to worry about that. BDRR.org. BDRR.org. Check out the site. You'll have photos of all these dogs, information on all these dogs, and find out how to adopt. It's a very easy process. BDRR.org, Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Well, Stone, he came to me today, and he said, oh, you'll never believe this awesome gambling thing, and then I just completely shut down. I, I, I lost consciousness. Anytime Stone comes to me super excited about sports betting, I tried to, I do the thing where I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh, oh, oh, that's amazing, that's awesome, but I don't know what he's talking about, I don't care what he's talking about, <laughs> but I'm trying to entertain him, but I am giving him the floor to discuss something he thinks is really cool with sports betting. It is time now for our eds coolest moment of the week. Time now for the coolest moment of the week. Cool. Cool, yeah. The coolest moment of the week is brought to you by EDS Air Conditioning. All right, Stone. So I don't remember anything you told me because, again, I just went into a coma, like I do every time you bring up sports betting. But what is the coolest moment of the week? So it's in regards to Shet Holgram. And if you haven't seen what happened to him, I'll let you know. So he's expected to miss the entire NBA season with a Liz Frank injury, which he, I guess, got from LeBron James in a pro-am game Trying in to Seattle. guard LeBron James, yeah. Trying it's to not like LeBron James took a, a sledgehammer to his foot. Yeah, I mean, it was similar. Trying, trying to guard LeBron James <laughs> on a fast break uh -huh. is, is kind of that. So, yeah, he <laughs> suffered that injury, right? So here's where I deem it the coolest moment of the week. Points Bet Sportsbook is paying out all bets on the Oklahoma City Thunder under 25 and a half wins today. Stuff like that doesn't happen all the time. So if you were trying to fade the Thunder saying they won't win 26 games and you place that bet already because of this Shet Holgram injury, they're giving you your money back. And in this case, they're paying you what you would have won. So let's say you put $750 down that the Oklahoma City Thunder would not win 26 games. You get paid seven hundred and fifty dollars because now they're definitely not winning. Because now games. they're definitely not yeah. winning twenty six games. So, so pretty cool, unique. They're thing. protecting you. Yeah, they are protecting you. Because the last thing you want to do is go bet on Lou Dort and <laughs> Shy, you know, Shy Alexander, right? Like those are the guys you're betting on now without you know the second overall pick in the NBA draft. And th like I said, this doesn't happen all the time. So for them to do this, it's pretty unique. They're the only sports book to do it. I haven't seen something like this happen before. So, in that case, I do deem it the coolest moment of the week. And uh, the uh, EDS Air Conditioning coolest moment of the week. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. And, hey, here's what's great about EDS as well. There's a lot of air conditioning companies that they're going to look at your AC, and if it's struggling, they're simply going to say, well, 
Need a new unit. And that can be several thousand dollars. That's the lazy way. That's the ripoff way to go about your business. But at EDS Air Conditioning, they have what's called an AC refresh, okay? What they're going to do is they're going to come out. They're going to try and save you the expense, if they can, of an entirely new AC unit. They are going to try and replace parts. They are going to try and get you up to 10 years warranty on that air conditioning and make it a little bit easier on your wallet with that AC refresh instead of a full-fledged unit replacement because they're looking out for you. Not only do they make appointment schedules around your time, they're trying to save you money as well. That is why EDS is yes. Again, a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. It's why they've had excellent service. Great, great Google ratings since 2006. Servicing Palm Beach County and surrounding areas. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. Calm. Uh, I, I want to real quick, and I know I'm throwing this on Cyrus Wittig, but could we get to uh, our, our Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium? Cyrus, just let me know when you're ready to go and we can do hey. the Injury Emporium. Please. There it is. Hey. Hey. Oh, no. There's a man down. And since Stone mentioned it, it is indeed the Lice-Frank fracture suffered by Chet Holmgren. Uh, he is out for the season. He is—he played in one of those pro-ams up in Seattle trying to guard LeBron James. And uh, there it is. Foot injury, number four pick. Nothing. Done. Out. Out for the season, Chet Holmgren, victim of trying to go play in a Look At Me Pro-Am event in the offseason. Chet Holmgren and that Lice-Frank injury is the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Uh, Aaron Donald, and I just wanted to ask you, are we going to take a break? Then? Okay, take we'll a take break. a break. We'll take an early break in the second hour, and then we'll come back and uh, we'll cover some things here. We're at Big Dog Ranch Rescue, and we are celebrating National Dog Day. Ourselves, ESPN West Palm, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and Big Dog Ranch Rescue. He's Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So many cute dogs out here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Just walking through the buildings here. And there are puppies. There are three-year-old dogs. There are six, seven, eight-year-old dogs. We're going to meet a couple of more dogs before we wrap up here. Uh, That's why you've heard barking in the background, by the way, over the last hour, 15 minutes or so. In case you're confused. Yeah, I'm not at home with my gaggle of dogs. We are at Big Dog Ranch Rescue in West Palm Beach. It is National Dog Day, so what you should do, if you have a dog, you should make sure you love on the dog. You should cuddle with the dog. You should feed the dog. 
dog, uh, you should play with the dog, throw a ball for the dog. It's National Dog Day. It's a day for the dog, okay? If you don't have a dog... Uh, and even if you do have a dog, might be time to adopt another dog or adopt your first dog, okay? And that's where Big Dog Ranch Rescue comes into play, BDRR.org, BDRR.org, as we celebrate National Dog Day, ESPN West Palm, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Time now for the Friday finale here on Ken LaVica Live with... J-Mart. J-Mart has been here. J-Mart's just been cuddling with dogs the entire time. I haven't seen you happier in a long time <laughs> um, uh, than, than I have with you just walking dogs, petting dogs, being around dogs. Dogs are the best, man. They, they I, I genuinely love them. And I'm not mad at, at Stone being a cat guy either, I have to say. And I will confess, when I met my wife, I would have told you in fact, Ken, we lived together for three mm -hmm. and a half years. At any point during that time, if we talked about it, I would have told you I hated cats. Yeah, and like I do right now. But now I adore cats. Yeah, nice. My wife got me uh, got me hooked, and now we actually have three of them and only one dog. So I'm kind of, I kind of, you know. Did you guys just fist bump over cats? Woo! But that said, I'm still a Come dog on, guy. Dude. I'm still a that dog guy. That was so weak. <laughs> like Stone legitimately just fist bumped J-Mart. Over a discussion about cats. That was the lamest fist bump I've ever seen. Because, you know, when you bring up that you're a cat guy, everybody you're around is going to hate you, going to talk down on you. So for him to do it and come to my rescue, I appreciated that. <sighs> you are an absolute disaster. Um, uh, I, I, Cyrus, if you can find it, great. If not, uh, there, there is a Friday finale. Uh, if we could get officially get into the Friday finale. If not, though, uh, it, is, it is perfectly okay. We'll be good to go. You just let me know, and we'll formally bring J-Mart in. J-Mart's going to have, by the way, his starting five because J-Mart only consumes it's sports. Friday. There it is. It's one. It's time for the Friday finale on Ken LaVica Live, featuring ESPN West Palm OG J-Mart. Welcome to the Friday finale featuring J-Mart, right now on Ken LaVica Live. Now it's official. Mm -hmm. J-Mart is going to do the starting five. He consumes sports through sports cards. And so he is going to give you his five big values this week in the sports card world. Uh, we'll do that in, in just a couple of minutes. But I need to discuss Aaron Donald swinging not one stone but two helmets in a fight yesterday in the joint practice between the Rams and the Bengals. And I, I'm a little bit torn on this because, I mean, that's excessive. If this was in the season or during a game – Aaron Donald is suspended. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, at least a game. At least a game. But it happened in a practice. But it also happened in a joint practice. And I, I do think it was a little excessive. Last night, J-Mart Adam Schefter on SportsCenter, he's asked, what is this? He goes, assault. I, it's not assault. It's not like they Come were walking into the locker room and Aaron Donald ran up on them and started beating skulls in with helmets. Okay, right. But... Was it unbefitting of a professional, unbefitting of a guy who has been in the league for so long, unbefitting of a respected uh, NFL player? Yeah. I, Aaron Donald's better than that. How many games did Miles Garrett get? Is that his name? Miles Garrett? Yeah, Miles Garrett for the, yeah. uh, the, the Pittsburgh. I mean, he, did he did the exact thing we're talking helmet about. Helmet hit. This was yeah. one. In, in I believe, game. I believe it was multiple. Yeah, I believe it was, it was multiple yeah. games. So there's no way he would only get just one one game for this. But And, and – 
I mean, but let's really look at what had two helmets. Two helmets. That, that now, right, is extraordinary. Right, right. Each player is given one helmet for their own head. Right. So he, so he acquired another helmet. Head. Miles Garrett got six games. Six games. Six games. Two million dollars. Uh, for easily one helmet. Yeah, and, and so that happened in yeah with with one helmet. <laughs> now, um, does it change it that the guy he was hitting with the helmet, it was his helmet that he was hitting him with? Because that's the the apex of disrespect. I mean, it changed my changes my feeling about the story. I, I, pretty badass story. Yeah, be the uh, guy with his own helmet. Because it was um, the cool. quarterback, the Steelers quarterback, it was Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. It was Miles Garrett taking Mason Rudolph's mm. helmet and beating him with his own helmet, like. I mean, yeah, that's pretty disrespectful. So it's disrespect, but it's kind of cool. I mean, Do we know where the two helmets came from for Aaron Donald? Like, I'm, like, sh- I'm sure players that who, were in the yeah, eleven on eleven so they, trail. Right, right. Well, so I figured that. I think like, the scrum started and off they and popped climbing. off, and he just started grabbing helmets and swinging. Um, now, now, Aaron Donald. If this was a game, yeah, there's there's suspension, but. The fact it happened in a practice makes it tricky. Now, Mike Tannenbaum told us uh, I'd, I'd talk to him and maybe come up with a fine or some sort of in-locker-room punishment, but you go down a slippery slope if you start suspending guys in practice, and I think that's the majority thought is that the NFL has to be completely hands-off with this, but that's dangerous stuff. Well, the NFL doesn't have a choice. Yeah, they, the only people that can punish him are the Rams. Yeah, and this was not an NFL, like this was sanctioned, not an officially sanctioned right. thing. But, man, that's not a good look on the NFL when your feel-good story from last year's Super Bowl or one of them, Aaron Donald finally getting a ring, is going full robot transformer mode, pounding people with multiple football helmets. Yeah, and you mentioned getting a ring. Funny, because it was the Cincinnati Bengals, which is odd. You know, they saw each other three months ago. Why are they joint, joint practicing? Together. Like, that seems uh, like a bad idea from yeah. an emotional standpoint what did you think was going to happen yeah no doubt like he, he knew who was doubling him like he had already got a sense of that in the Super Bowl and in doing joint practices years ago so it's like really we're in joint practice you guys are doubling me that's what I heard him say after but I did want to bring this up because yesterday I thought you might have fallen into the trap and who knows I, I'm leaning that there's a stomach virus going around the Dolphins facility that made them cancel the last joint practice but this is the last joint practice before gearing up for week one. This is the stuff the Dolphins and Eagles were trying to avoid with A.J. Brown getting feisty with Dolphins Twitter, Dolphins players. You know, this is the very last one. And I mentioned, you know, during practice, after you do 11 on 11 or after you're ready to end practice and the defense is mad, right, the offense just scored. Hey, one more set, one more set, one more drill. That's typically when players get hurt. So these are the kind of things you're trying to avoid and I think it's just a good example of what, you know, the Dolphins were afraid of that would happen with them and the Eagles. A.J. Brown went to Twitter, Eagles receiver, and went at Dolphins fans. They did not cancel practice over the thought that maybe there'd be fights yesterday. You think that Mike McDaniel, you're, you're going to do. this conspiracy theory wormhole that the Dolphins, they're making up that they had multiple vomiting, pooping players, and it had gone all through the facility because they were worried about the Eagles and Dolphins getting into a fight. I do, and I don't necessarily think it's a conspiracy theory because I've no, been a part. No, it is a conspiracy I've, theory. I've, I've been a part of some, some of these, these instances because you're going to get an offense and a defense who have different intentions now, right? They're not worried about converting a third down drill like okay we're gonna do a bunch of third downs here at this point AJ Brown's lining up completely just trying to work this guy he's not gonna do assignment football and that's what afraid all of the guys were gonna do it makes sense I've seen it happen before where guys don't want to actually do the drill because they have beef going on with somebody across from them in a different colored uniform just on its face J Mart are you buying 
what Stone is saying right now. Even if you've never seen a full football practice mm-hmm. at any level, <laughs> do you buy what Stone is saying? That the, 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 the Dolphins, there's a stomach flu going through the building. Out of an abundance of caution, players, coaches who have come down with this, they don't want to get together in a practice setting, put the Eagles in danger of developing this stomach flu. Or, and so they cancel practice, let the Eagles practice, but they cancel practice. Or Stone says, oh, they're too fighty, and they could hurt one another, and they don't want to fight. They want to be ready for their preseason game. Which one seems more likely here, J-Mart? Well, I will say I actually was lucky enough to be there on Wednesday to see the practice Mm -hmm. with the Dolphins and Eagles, and they were getting chippy. There were definitely more. But that's why you do that, though. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. uh, that said, no, I, I think that's a ridiculous. Yeah, uh, you're ridiculous. That, 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 the the, the I mean, one who they, used to wear a football helmet, the one who's who's fresh out of the gates and practices. Practice? I'm crazy. Why would they let the Eagles practice on their own? I mean, if that was really, why wouldn't they just but say, okay, you you can no longer practice here, and we're just gonna have our so own. So that's practice. exactly what happened with the Bengals and the Rams. They canceled that practice early, and, and in this case, with the Dolphins and the Eagles, Darius Slay had went down. Two guys on the offensive and defensive line during an 11-on-11 drill where they were going full speed went down. And Darius we're less Slay than two weeks Eagle. out from week. Yeah, and that's who was got, he Why got would injured. they lie about that, though? Why would they lie? Why wouldn't they just come out and say, hey, things got a little physical yesterday. We aren't 100% sure that this is a good idea any longer. And in that spot, wouldn't they have why. the Eagles practice at one point during the day at the facility and the Dolphins practice at another point during the day at the facility? The Dolphins just shut it down yesterday. And why would Eagles Mike McDaniel didn't. just shut it down? Right. Why would yeah. the Dolphins just say, ah, oh, we're scared of fights. So, you know, day off. Yeah, I think Mike. you're you're afraid of Stephen A. Smith and, and Mike Mad Dog uh, coming on the air saying this wasn't like it was back in my day. Mike we and used the Mad to be Dog. A, they haven't been a duo or, for I, I decades. I don't know the old guy's name. Mad Dog I, Russo. I, I try to stay away from Chris Russo. Russo because everything he says, man, it goes way over my head. But you don't want those guys coming on the airwaves. You don't want us saying you guys are soft. It didn't used to why happen back I, in the day. Why do I get the sense, Stone? And I know you watch a lot of ESPN. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get the sense Mike McDaniel doesn't give two blue you-know-whats about what what Stephen A. Smith is going to say on first take about the Dolphins. Regardless, there would have been a narrative going around that they were the first team to cancel a joint practice, like we mentioned, had never happened before, and you just didn't want to be those teams leading up, you know, less than two weeks before the NFL started. What's the need for the conspiracy theory? Right. Your sickness is going around. Like, that's super believable. Uh, you know, I, I don't like that we're using conspiracy theorists because this is a thing. Practices are canceled, and you avoid certain drills when a handful of guys are going down and you're this close to the season. It feels that. unnecessary to do joint practices and go this hard and be this amped up and have so much anipo- animosity. There's no need for it this then close to week one. Then why didn't the Dolphins practice? Why right. didn't the Dolphins practice at any point? You think, hey, things are good? Hey, they're, they're good. They're set for their preseason game. I have Mike McDaniel says, hey, you know what? We don't need practice. We're fine. It's like, hey, let's have a personal day. You guys were ramped up. We're so close to the season. There's no need <laughs> to get out in between the lines and do this. You are making me crazy. You know, I, I, sometimes <sighs> I, so I will forfeit a lot of the time, but you guys are talking to someone who has been a part of tens and hundreds of these practices that are canceled. We're not going out today. You guys are getting punished. We're not doing How many this times did Stephen A. Smith injured. talk about you, Stone? How many times did Stephen A. Smith talk about you Zero, in Southern Illinois? But okay. these are the biggest and strongest players. Players at the very highest level. If mm. you have eight, nine guys go down and we're nine days away from kickoff, you might as well just call it because it is just not worth it. I honestly saw more people that I respect, whether they're doing you know national media, on television, that were saying, 
I don't buy the stomach flu thing. And the first thing Who? you did when we pl- – I mean, Who? plenty but of reporters, plenty of NS, former thing. players were on. Ryan Clark, a few of the guys were saying, you know what, I'm not buying any of the stomach flu issues. And you were the one who got on the air yesterday, no hesitation, saying that I used to throw up on all of my car and my kids had it when I came home. It's something that goes around the family. Yep. I think that's why they did it. I think that's why you say something what's, like that because it's hard to dispute. But what's the reason to not buy the stomach? Uh, why would you say – why would anyone say that? What – Tell me where that comes from. I, I think I mentioned it earlier because you just don't want the narrative going around. You're so close to the season. You just don't want to hear, oh, these guys are soft. The NFL's new, right? They're canceling practices for no good reason. Let these guys go at it. I remember back when I used to do it, we never canceled these things. And just to stay away this close to the season, they were like, you know what? We'll just keep it down low. We'll keep it on the yeah. hush-hush, and you guys go back to Philadelphia. Do you believe, Stone, that the Dolphins canceled practice with the Eagles yesterday because – They didn't want to get into fights. Do you believe Mike McDaniel was lying about the team having the stomach flu so they could avoid fighting with the Eagles on the practice field? 888-760-3776. Tweet at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. Stone Lebanowitz is calling Mike McDaniel a liar. (laughs) Calling Mike McDaniel a liar. The Dolphins did not have the stomach flu. No. The Dolphins decided not only to not practice yesterday because they were afraid of getting guys injured in a fight with the Eagles at joint practice, but decided just to wipe out practice altogether because they were worried about fighting with the Eagles and getting injured at practice. Do you believe, Stone, that it is a stomach flu conspiracy theory in Miami Gardens? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, at KLV1063 on Twitter. Meet more dogs when we come back. National Dog Day, ESPN West Palm, Tito's Handmade Vodka, Big Dog Ranch Rescue. That's where we're at on this Friday. He's Stone the with Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. All right. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. See out here. Shepard Mix, two years old. Natalie's brought out Foxy, looking to be adopted. And she was rescued in South Carolina, brought to Big Dog Ranch Rescue, looking for her forever home. She is so sweet, and she's so soft, and she's so cuddly. Uh, she's a little bit shy, but you warm up to her. She's warmed up to us now. She's coming over here. She's, ta- she's extremely photogenic, by the way. She is posing. She loves to be pet and brushed. She loves her food. She can be a little choosy with the dog friends, but she eventually warms up as well. Likes them a little more her size, which is right around 35 pounds. She's house trained. She'd be good in an apartment or a condo as long as you're walking her regularly. Great family dog. Foxy is beautiful. You can see all the pictures of these dogs uh, on our social media, at ESPN West Palm on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm on Instagram. But Foxy coming out here, hanging out with us at Big Dog Ranch Rescue on National Dog Day, ESPN West Palm with Tito's Handmade Vodka and Big Dog Ranch Rescue. We're trying to get dogs adopted. It is National Dog Day. Both J. Mart and I have adopted dogs here from Big Dog Ranch Rescue. We're going to talk stone into it before the end of the day. I'm sure your cats are going to be thrilled by that. Uh, but uh, we're going to we're going to talk stone into this. But Do you have a lot of cats, Stone? No, I don't. I have one 
but you know where I live, there are a bunch of outside cats that are really friendly. So I count those as like my other three. But uh, they so don't, yeah, outside they don't, cats, I'm not down with. They that. don't stay in the house with me. I just have one. Her name is Tebow. Tebow. Ken's right. mad. Cool. Yeah, you I mean, can't just acquire name. outside cats and say they're yours. They're not. They're my neighbors, but they're very friendly with me. And so I feed not them yours. at times. I pet them. I always hang out with them. I think they're a part of my that's family. That's like your neighbor being married and you say, no, that's my wife. Too. No, no, don't because, do that. Because I give her snacks sometimes. <laughs> do not do that because they are not similar. <laughs> it's, I, <laughs> I don't, don't know, dude. I think it's kind of weird. I know, I know outdoor cats, like that's a normal idea for most people. But I live in the country, bro. I, like outdoor cats... Are like, savages They out got there. diseases. Yeah, and, and they're bringing in rats. They're bringing in lizards. Yeah, yeah. I'm not down with outdoor cats. Mm-hmm. And no, so sir. this is why today you're adopting dogs. Big Dog That's Ranch right. Rescue. And uh, Foxy is potty trained. Great for the family. Beautiful. Just an exceptionally wonderful female 35-pound shepherd mix. Two years old. Foxy. Check out Foxy and the rest of the dogs here. So many of them. Big Dog Ranch Rescue. BDRR.org. BDRR. Dot org. Natalie, thank you so much for bringing all these dogs out here. We truly appreciate it. Foxy, good to meet you, baby. She is so, so beautiful. Yeah, she is. Uh, Stone Labanowitz has a theory. This is his latest theory, <laughs> is that the Dolphins practiced yesterday. Uh, their practice against the Eagles was canceled. The Dolphins called it off, not because of what Mike McDaniel says is the stomach flu and things were canceled out of abundance of caution. He says Mike McDaniel <laughs> lying. The Dolphins and the Eagles were just the afraid. Liar. They were afraid of fighting and getting players injured. The Dolphins decided that threat meant they should have no practice at all, at all, period, which which pretty much deflates Stone's conspiracy theory, but he's staying strong with it. You you know, my favorite thing I think about this is Stone's, like, I've been there. I've played. I've worn the helmet. You guys didn't. No, it's not even that. It's like... It's like when you say when you say that, that he's lying. He's saying the coach is lying. He's like, oh, reacting like I'm not saying he's lying. Or no, it's not a conspiracy theory. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it is. You you're can saying say, they're, they're right. total liars. You're, you can say he's <laughs> lying without <laughs> saying the word lying. So I should I should just straight up call Mike McDaniel a liar. Yes, because you okay, have fine. All you've right. done everything except use the word to okay. this point. Mike McDaniel is a big fat liar okay he so do you believe stone <laughs> do you believe stone's conspiracy theory that mike mcdaniel lied to america because he's worried about stephen america. a smith what he's going to say <laughs> a lie that the dolphins had food poisoning because they were scared of getting into a fight with the eagles Ooh, and getting guys injured and mike mcdaniel took the extra step further and said guys don't even bother coming in today personal day that's the term that stone used. i love it do you believe what stone <laughs> says or do you live in reality 888-760- 3776 888-760-3776 we're going to start things off in port st lucie with lee what's up lee hey guys how y'all doing good anyway hey uh you know it's it's, it's a tough it's a tough thing but uh i i kind of do agree with stone a little bit oh and <laughs> if there's if there's a, a team out there you know they don't want to really say that their guys are going to be fighting because he's right you got this macho thing. If you come out and start talking about you don't want to play because you guys are going to fight, they're going to look at you like, oh, God, these guys suck. They're weak. We've been doing this for years. But if you come out and say something like that, eh, it's kind of believable. But you don't want to get your major guys hurt when you're getting ready to go into the season, especially when you done had bad seasons all the, all the time. You want to go in there rocking. 
Talk to them, Lee. Talk to the people, Lee. Let them know. If they were playing each other and not another team, that's a different story because now you can isolate those guys and get it taken care Mm. of. But you're playing another team. So it's a little bit different. I'm not saying that it's true, but I can believe that. Okay? Thank you, Lee. Now I know why so many people – thank you, Lee. Now I know why so many people think the election was rigged. I mean, good sweet Jesus, people. No lies told, Lee. No lies told. Like, I I don't think it's true, but I I can believe it. It No, you think it's true. Lee, just say you think it's true. You think Stone's preposterous stance that Mike (laughs) McDaniel was lying about the stomach (laughs) flu and decided that, eh, we don't even need to practice at all. Like, that – that 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 happened. Yeah, I don't get the idea of of making a decision for your team and then lying to the public about it because he, of Stephen A. Smith. Because of Stephen A. Smith. Because that of PR. is that is the approach that Stone's taking. Make sense to me. Total PR take. I believe we do have a, a another caller here. Okay, Phil is in Boynton. Phil's on Ken Levick alive. Hey, Phil. <laughs> Oh, we lost Phil. He agreed with us. Yeah. <laughs> he just didn't want to make Ken more mad. It's almost, I almost feel good that Phil probably, uh, <laughs> that, that, that Phil dropped. Just, just for my sanity at this point, because I have a feeling I was going to have someone that uh, was going to join the Stone Army on Ugh. this. You realize join how ridiculous you sound, right? Oh, I don't. I don't. I know a lot of the times I let ridiculous things fly. And I do hate myself later for them. This is not one There's of no them. There's no regret here. You're there just sticking with it. zero it. regret here. And Lee came on, voice of reason, didn't say anything out of line. And I'm mm. sure Phil might have had some similar things to say. And I'm sure a lot of other people do. It's just not a situation you want to put your team in if you can't avoid it. I'm going to beat myself with Jmart's microphone. They booked it. Like if you don't, if you don't want to, if you want to avoid that kind of situation, you don't book the third practice or whatever it is. Oh, and by the way, here's another added layer to this. Mike McDaniel not only decided that uh, 48 hours before another preseason game, he was good with just giving his players the entire day off and and pissing off Dolphins fans who had traveled to go see the team practice as right. well. Mike McDaniel, that man is pure evil. <laughs> My God, it was it was all set up all. It's now, now, Stone. Here, here. Let me give you. Let me give you one that'll feed your conspiracy theory while also saying that they're not lying. Maybe they feel the way you do, but if there's one, even two guys with a stomach bug, then we got a stomach bug, mm-hmm. right? Right. So then they haven't lied. They, they don't want their guys around each other right. because they're getting a stomach bug. And, yeah, maybe they don't want to get injured and stuff, but they're not canceling it just because they want to get injured. I can get down with that considering that – Because like, if there's literally nobody right now on the Dolphins with a stomach bug. Right. Then, then it's a lie. Yeah. But and I, I doubt that that's the case. It's too easy to – figure out right. like I, I I can understand that and and I guess I, I do want to you know jump on that bandwagon because maybe there are stomach bugs going around and it's just easier not to do this practice this close to the week one so they're like as a staff as a team you guys go back to Philadelphia sorry to our fans we can't practice today hey team you guys show up to the facilities get your meals in get your film in do your position meetings and then you guys are off the hook for today enjoy your day well, rest the up, practice, up. Right? the Eagles did practice right. and the Dolphins did not show up to the facility but worked virtually so why why would you do that why would you do that why wouldn't you want everybody in the building if you felt like That's- you were safe 
He's got a point. I mean, it's really that's good. What, I mean, that's literally what I've been saying, Stone. No, I understand, but I'm still saying there's a flurry of things going on, and if you can avoid a hostile environment yeah, between other people in, in, different, in, in, in a different colored uniform, there's just no reason to do this. You might as well stay cautious, be healthy, and tackle no, week one there, head there on. There is reason to do it. There, you booked it. Like, there was plenty of reasons to do it. You said you were going to do it. It's on your schedule. You told your fans you were going to do it. Okay, There's plenty but, of reasons but, to do it. But the, So now you're battling against the general admission fans, right? 300 of them opposed to the $40 million you're paying your corner, Darius Slay, who now uh, no longer can perform. Well, he's disrespecting the, the fans. Well, yeah, I will disrespect it. the fans oh, because the God. players come first. You booked it. We apologize, fans. Our $40 million corner and our third-year starter at right tackle got injured. You guys can cannot watch a practice for a day. We apologize. You realize have bigger they didn't get hands. injured because of a fight. They got injured just by practice. Now, see, now that's not necessarily true because when you're going through these drills. Darius Slay was in a fight, or did he just get burned by Tyreek Hill? Who knows if he the, definitely when, got burned when, by Tyreek Hill. Yeah, 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 like yeah. We saw that. That was not a fight. <laughs> that was a losing battle for Darius Slay, okay? <laughs> he got cooked, and definitely Tyreek Hill is the one who pulled his hamstring. But when you get going and guys are getting hostile in practice, and you're doing one-on-ones between the offensive and defensive line. You're doing one-on-ones between the corners and receivers, running back, linebackers. Some guys are not even going to go with intent to catch the ball. They're going to go to beat a guy on a route, take their helmet off, and talk some junk. And if a coach feels like they're not doing anything productive and making progress and getting things done, they'll be like, all right, you guys want to act like clowns? We're canceling practice. There's no reason for us to be out here getting each other hurt, fighting, if, if we don't need to. Okay, and that's not what happened yesterday. Time now for the starting <laughs> Five, J-Mart, uh, he gets all of his sports card knowledge. He tries to help you get the best value possible because J-Mart only watches and consumes sports through sports cards. Before J-Mart speaks, though, we need to let our lawyers speak with you. Disclaimer, please. John Martin's advice about sports cards is solely his opinion and does not reflect the views of Good Karma Brands, ESPN West Palm, Ken Levicka, Stone Lebanowitz, or any actor or actress in the Marvel Universe. J-Mart is not to be trusted in matters of money, so don't make financial decisions based on his advice. He is also a self-described idiot. All right, J-Mart, number five in the starting five. All right, guys, so we don't actually have a UFC event this weekend, but I am still going to give you a name. I, If I was going to be buying somebody right now, I would definitely think about picking up some Legion Lang cards. Li Jing Lang okay. is uh, the leech, welterweight, just announced that Tony Ferguson, after four straight losses at lightweight, is moving up to welterweight and taking on Li Jing Lang. I think that it's a way too big a test for Tony Ferguson. I, I think he's really, uh, I think the leech is going to be way too much. Wow. And because of that, his prices are, are going to go up. So buy the leech, Li Jing Lang, UFC, buy him up. Number four, J Mark. So, you talked about Chet Holmgren earlier mm -hmm. and the number two guy being out for the season. Yep. From the sports card world, if you believe in that kid right now. You can get him dirt cheap. It's yeah. right now, and I, when I say right now, I actually mean like somewhere near the beginning of the season. Like, like let, let a little time go into the season. Like people start, start forgetting that him a little, about, okay. a little bit about him, and his prices will, will steadily drop as people sort of – you know, as he gets sort of, you know, less top of mind. Okay, so Chet Holmgren on. is a buy. So he could definitely be a, a buy because those prices, if you believe in this kid, you got a long time where those prices are not going to be going up. Okay. There's not a reason 
Okay. Do you guys remember if, if Greg Odin had the, the Liz Frank injury? Because I saw a lot of people comparing, oh, God, here's another Greg well, Odin, another big I think man, is disrespectful. Well, big men, I, I don't know for, for certain, but big men and foot problems go, well, I almost said hand in hand, but I suppose foot and <laughs> foot. Because <laughs> I saw people comparing the two, like, oh, God, we're going to have another Greg. And I'm like, that's just disrespectful. But I just wanted to know if it was the same injury. Well, it's not a good start. I'll say that. That's for a true. big man with a foot injury right away, who, who we call skinny and undersized we, and weak yeah, and fragile. Yeah, exactly. Who we already thought was fla- fragile right. and a liability defensively. One pro-am game in. <laughs> One pro-am game in against LeBron and your foot <laughs> blows up. That's a problem. Right. Uh, number three, J. Mart in the starting five here on Ken Levicka Live. Yeah, so my next one came to my mind because of the Patrick Beverly trade Uh-oh. to the Lakers. And the Lakers sent Taylor Horton Tucker and Stanley Johnson to the Jazz, you know mm-hmm. who they didn't send? They did not send Kendrick Nunn to the ah. Jazz. Kendrick Nunn is still nice. a Los Angeles Laker, and it's so for good. all we know, we sh- he should be healthy coming into this season. Again, I am not going to tell you that Kendrick Nunn is going to be the best player in this league. But there could be value. But I'm telling you, I looked at his prices today. Uh-huh. His stuff is dirt cheap. If he comes back and does Anything for the for the LA Lakers, you can make money on this kid. You know what? I respect it even more. You putting him at three because you gave him to us three months ago, I believe, or two months ago. You already gave us Kendrick Nunn. Yep. This is the same reason, and they ship guys off. It's genius. Uh, uh, by the way, right now we're looking at a hound mix breed mix. Finn, a.k.a. Chicken Snacks, 76 pound. Wow. Big boy, and he is awesome. Moderate energy, and that's pretty typical for a three-year-old. Really good on the leash. We're seeing it right now. Loves to cuddle, knows how to sit, loves toys. Probably not good to have him with cats or any small animals, but uh, prefers dogs of his size. He'll definitely do dogs his size, uh, but you can definitely walk him. He's very good on the leash. Potty trained as well really good family dog and uh, loves to be around kids in fact uh, he definitely is one of the dogs here that's leaned on to be around the kids they have reader days here (laughs) at big dog ranch rescue and uh, finn aka chicken snacks the name super cute the face super cute the dog super cute he's just a big cuddly boy he's (laughs) up for adoption here at big dog ranch rescue bdrr.org check out finn aka chicken snacks and is bdrr.org adopt him from big dog ranch rescue and check out all of the dogs oh i love finn that is that's a beautiful so, animal right so there so cute and again big boy just under 80 pounds Chicken that's my snacks. type of dog i love i love that dog oh uh so so far in our starting five jmr we've got leeging uh leeging lang ufc bye Chet Holmgren, out for the year. But, hey, bye. The value is going to be there. Kendrick Nunn, sweet Jesus, I can't believe the Lakers may (laughs) need some contribution from Kendrick Nunn. They're not a playoff team. But buy him up because, as J-Mart said, like his game, dirt cheap. And number two in your starting five, J-Mart. So, number two, I'm actually going to make number two and number one. I'm going to make it one sort of combo thing. One A, one B. Because there's too many here. There's too many. The general premise of number two and number one for you is sell your quarterbacks now there's some people that maybe let, let, let's avoid okay you maybe you want to keep your josh allens mm-hmm. i get that i get that but there are guys right now that whose prices are going up that you probably have a bunch of if you collect it all you probably have a bunch of these guys like 
I've got a ton of Drew Lock cards that I never knew what the heck I was going to do with. His cards are going up a little bit. Right now is the time. Jordan Love? For what? Yeah, Jordan Love looked really good last night. But why are Drew Locke's prices going up? He's not even the week one starter. Or they haven't named it yet. Because, but he won't. I, I don't know. Because he... <laughs> I mean, I don't think it is. Think of how off of the radar he was before for his prices to be going up now. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yes, he's not named a game one starter, whatever. He's still more high profile right now than he was, was a year ago or, or whatever. Okay, so you'd consider it sharp betting? For the people buying his cards right now, like sure. predicting the future. So I, I look at a guy like Drew Locke. Like I've got, I've got. I'm not saying go out and buy him. I'm right. saying I've got a bunch of Drew Locke cards that I thought I'd never be able to get rid of. But right now they're actually going up a little bit. Interesting. So, oh. so the time. what do you do with a guy though, like a a Derek Carr, who I, I think there's a lot of good feeling about him right now, but that division is impossible, and I truly think the Raiders are going to struggle, and he might struggle to get through that division. His value, I'm sure, is high right now. Would you consider selling him before things start to precipitously That's drop a good for him? Question. I definitely would would be selling Derek Carr for sure. Okay. And Derek Carr is an interesting one too because he's a guy that I actually. It's funny. I actually had a Derek Carr autograph, and like I got interest. Like people were more interested in because he's not a guy you see a ton right. of autographs of and mm-hmm. and cool cards of and stuff. So yeah, I would definitely be if you have anything anything good of Derek Carr's, definitely sell it. Absolutely. He's okay. getting he's getting a lot of MVP steam, which is a little odd. So it's a good question because he is in the hype train right now. He's plus two thousand. Realistically, do we really think he's going to be in the MVP? He's, he has the same odds as Lamar Jackson, the same odds as Kyler Murray. So so I think the hype is there right now and it's a really good question because you could sell and make some I money. just felt vomit come up my esophagus <laughs> but you know I, Holy I, God. I, I think it's a standard line because if he does win that division or get into the playoffs you know that means he has to have beaten the Chargers he has to have beaten the Chiefs he has to have beaten Russell Wilson so he might play well in those games and, and that's where he kind of leads the you know, NFL-esque uh, Heisman campaign <laughs> Jesus, there's a couple other guys that have actually gone up too like Jordan Love his prices have gone up in the last month. Because he's had a decent – he's looked okay mm-hmm. in preseason games, even though you know he's not going to see a second on the field. Right. Like, I got it when his his prices were going up when Rodgers was on the block. Right. You know what right. I mean? He, he seemingly wanted out. I got that. But right now – Weird. I mean, I, I'd, be, I'd be selling in a heartbeat. Yeah. Another, uh, two more guys. They're kind of weird. Um, I mean, it's, I, I get why they're going up, but I definitely – Baker Mayfield, move it, move it. His cards are going, are going up. Oh, you, man. you hold, we hold. If you have Baker Mayfield cards out there, hold. Yeah, not if you like money. Also, <laughs> the other guy that shocked me that his cards are going up, Jarrett Stidham. If you have Jarrett Stidham cards, definitely get rid of those things. So the, my point being, there's a bunch of quarterbacks out there right now, not very good. Yeah whose prices are going up a little bit as we get closer to the football season. The hype train is starting to roll. People are into it. So take advantage. That's good stuff. Uh, Make sure you're researching your quarterbacks. Know where the value is. And there's a lot of quarterbacks where, hey, you might want to stay on them for a little bit or you might want to buy them up right now because the value is really cheap or some guys that like we think Derek Carr we think that could fall that could fall in a big way and so you might want to sell them get it while the value is high uh Lee Jing Lang UFC buy Chet Holmgren buy Kendrick Nunn buy that is good stuff in the starting five from J-Mart Ken LaVega live here on ESPN 106.3 so I want to make one mention of the fact that college football starts this Saturday like tomorrow. That's crazy. Wow. And it starts in Ireland. 
hmm. with Nebraska and Northwestern. Boy, do those Irish love themselves some Cornhuskers football. What a bizarre, bizarre Isn't it matchup. For Notre Dame. It should I, be. Ideally. No, they haven't. I thought it was them who always played No, there. I think they're the one that started it. Okay. Yeah, it's well, like it a marketing firm that perts, puts this game together. Okay, because I'm seeing pictures in Ireland of pubs and outside are Northwestern flags flying, and I'm like, there can't be a single Northwestern fan unless, in Ireland. Unless, I mean, Pat Fitzgerald, you have to think there's Irish heritage there, <laughs> and that's how they're getting away with it. I, I, I suppose. Um, now, Nebraska, the other team. So you're playing a Big Ten game in, uh, in Ireland. Nebraska, Scott Frost, he said a couple of weeks ago, hey, our strength and conditioning coach, killing it because our offensive linemen are puking 10 to 12 times of practice. Jeez. That's not good. I mean, it's no. not. Like, why, would you, why would you brag about that? And it's worse because they're throwing up the food that you'd fed them hours prior, right? You got team breakfast, camp, they're eating all together, and then they just go out on the practice field, and as a coach, you're like, yeah, yeah, there go the eggs, and there go the bacon and sausages that we fed you. I, I, I don't get it. Like, that is not, that is not a good thing. That is not no. something. But you know what that does? That appeals to the dope football fan. <laughs> that appeals to the meatball, right? It appeals to the run the damn ball people. I am surprised that you didn't see that stone and think to yourself, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> no. No, because if hell I'm out yeah. on the practice Nebraska field. is winning nine games this year. <laughs> if I'm out on the practice field and I look over and my offensive line is doing drills throwing up and the offensive line coach is like smiling, like, oh, yeah, this is all. I'm going to peg him with the football. I, no, I don't agree with that at all. Uh, and then FAU in action tomorrow night against Charlotte Conference USA mm-hmm. opener in Boca Raton week zero. 866 FAU Owls, for your tickets. I'll be on the call. Your 14 is the play by play voice of FAU football. But week zero tomorrow, it's going to be so awesome. College game day. I don't, where is college game day? I'm not sure. Good question. Uh, if you could look that up real quick, because. <laughs> There's also Wyoming and Illinois. Mm-hmm. That'll be big time tradition. Yeah, right there uh, a rivalry <laughs> unlike any other. I don't know where they're going to be, but game day's going to start at 9 a.m. Eastern time. You're going to have Kirk Herbstreit with his fade, where he's gone full bald on the sides of his head. Again, looking like a frat pledge or a proud boy, and he <laughs> is he is going to be on the set wherever college game day is. Ohio State, Notre Dame. What? But is that? That is not tomorrow. That's not tomorrow. That's week one. Ahead of, that's next week. I don't think they're anywhere tomorrow then. Maybe they're in Lee Corso's basement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would I not like to be there. I, I do not know. Um, well, that'll do it for us. I uh, want to thank uh, all of the folks here at Big Dog Ranch Rescue. National Dog Day, ESPN West Palm, Tito's Handmade Vodka, as well as Big Dog Ranch Rescue. Josh Cohen and the home team. Tina, they're going to be out here at 4 o'clock. And so uh, this keeps on rolling. BDRR.org. BDRR.org. Check out adoption. Check out your options there. There are so many beautiful, beautiful dogs. Have a great weekend. Go FAU. That's J-Mart. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.